Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Kip Tissia shares the secrets of a 217 marathon with us. Listen to this and all your Boston qualifying dreams will come true. Well, you have to do more than just listen. You should uh, also run too. But there's technology for that. You can listen while you run. That might help. I don't know. Uh, in addition to the secrets of speed, Kip also shares a little bit about how he came to call Rochester his home. Second, of course, to a uh, home in the Balmet district in Kenya. So um, Kip has had numerous successes, including winning both the Rochester and Buffalo Marathons twice each. He tells us what it's like to win a marathon, you know, essentially. How do you, how do you know you should be first? What's, what's going on there, you know? Um, he also shares a little bit about failure. Most notably, what he took away from his marathon in Canada, where he was leading the race and collapsed just hundreds of meters from the finish line. Uh, I'd like to thank the Rochester Running Company for sponsoring this episode. Kip and I actually recorded this in RRC Studios. So thanks to them, and you'll hear more about them after my chat with Kip. With that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. You have like three names to me. <laughs> you have Kip, right? Kip yeah. is the one that we all know. You're, you register for races as Kip Lagat, right? Yes. So what's, is Kip Lagat like, um, like my name is Chris and my longer version is Christopher. Is that how that goes? Yes, yes, yes. Um, what happened was uh, when I came to the U.S. for college, uh, my coach uh, could not pronounce my whole name. Uh, so he took the first three names of my, three letters of my name, and that was what, um, uh, that's where um, Kip came about. And, and you sort of adopted that and you enjoyed it? and. Uh, it was a short fashion of my name. It was unique. Yeah, I loved it. I got yeah. I got in with it. You know? I don't know anybody else named Kip. Uh, well, there are a couple of people like uh, like um, Langat, um, the fifteen hundred meters runner. The I think is originally from Kenya, but is now running for the U.S. Okay, is now a U.S. citizen. <clears throat> oh, okay. So his name is Kip too. Yeah, I know. I know Wilson. Kip saying, but that's, yes. that's at the end. Yes. So, yeah. Okay, so you're, you came to U.S. for college? Yes, I came to U.S. for college. Um, when I finished my high school um, back in Kenya, um, and where I was a fallible player, um, I, was nev- I was not running. But then um, my brother, my elder brother was already running. Uh, and he introduced me to running, and uh, I heard stories of people coming to the U.S. for athletic scholarship, and I was like, well, maybe something that's something that I could do. I mean, to get into running when I was not a runner in the first place was mm-hmm. somewhat challenging. Right. When, when, when did you, you started running in college or in high school? 2006, after high school. After high school. So you're 18 or 17, around there? I was about 16 years, 16, wow. 17 years. Wow. So that's when you start. Yes. How did you know that you were fast? I was, I was never a fast runner. Yeah. When I began, I, could, I always wanted to finish a race. Yeah. No matter what place. In most cases, I was the last mm-hmm. person to finish the race, right. which... Um, but the passion, I, I think it was the passion, the drive, and uh, I always liked running. I was right. never good, but I was like, I like it. <laughs> There's not a lot of space to run around on a volleyball court. You no, kinda, you no. kind of shuffle from side to side. Right? Yeah, it's a lot of uh, fast turns and, you know. Mm-hmm. And so your brother was running. Did you do, like, you ran around with him as, as he's running and stuff? So we, we started running around the village, and uh, 
one time I ran with him and I could not breathe and he's like you know remember here uh, one one time you're gonna run past me maybe and uh, you know your your story is gonna change wow so I remember one time when actually after a few months of running with him I ran past him and he's like so when we finished running he's like do you remember the time I told you this about this <laughs> That's when I realized, oh, okay, so actually, so running is actually something that you build, something that you start and then you're not good. You don't necessarily have to be good because I've come to realize that people with running talents, they go and then they somehow misbehave or they somehow forget, they somehow think that they have what it takes to be a good runner and they're not disciplined, they, they don't stick to what what it right. takes to run right like so they they have it they have this gift and they, they have just... the gift but they don't nurture the talent that right. that talent right so but somebody who's who is actually getting into it and they adopt that discipline and they nurture it right that's... if they could and and that's so this is the thing that I've I've dealt with a little bit is like you you work hard to hit a certain goal. Yes. And then once you hit that goal, you're like, okay, I've hit that goal, right? And yeah. then what is the motivation to keep working hard once you've achieved that thing, right? Yeah. So somebody who does that, who didn't have it from before, right. they're like, oh, okay, so I've got this. I've worked so hard and I have this now. Now I want to go for this. Mm-hmm. So you see they have that right. urge to right. move forward and they want to to get to the next level. And so where um and just because we we didn't mention it, where did you grow up? So I grew up in the village. I grew up um in the village of uh in Pomet district that is in um East Africa, um Kenya, particularly the Rift Valley province and the Rift Valley province is actually known for the for their world famous athletes, right? They're not known. Are they known for volleyball players? No, 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 <laughs> not at all. Right. So, so I mean, we we play some good volleyball, but I'm actually a fan of uh, the U.S. Uh, volleyball teams. I was rooting for the U.S. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. women's uh, mm-hmm. team in the Olympics. I mean, they didn't get to win, but well, well, they, the the beach <laughs> the women's beach team has won quite a few championships. Yeah, right? that's I'm so proud of yeah. them. So you you're growing up in this village where everybody's a runner and you're not running. Yes. So well, you know, I was like, all right, so if everybody else is running, I could do something else, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> and then you you switched to running and you found out now you're starting to get better. Yes. And one of the things that that at least I'm aware of is Two sub two ten, right? It's yeah. like that's where your world class, absolute world class talent for a sub two ten. Yeah. But there's this area between say two ten and two twenty five, right? Where you can still you can still compete and be really good and um make a way for yourself. And it seems like you're sort of in that area really really quickly, right? Yes. So well, for somebody who was not good to start with. Right, exactly. In, you started in, in running, running when you were 16. And also, when I started running, I was, I was doing 800 meters. Um, but you said is, you were never fast. I was never fast. <laughs> and one time I ran, I had trained, and I thought I was going to run like 148, 149. And then 152, and I almost like, I was rendered almost uh, breathless, like, you know, I was <laughs> unconscious, like, I'm like, I was about to die. Right. But, but then um, I realized that I was only, I had run 152, and I'm like, well, I guess maybe this is not my event then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me now to be doing, to have run two hours, 15 minutes, I'm, mm-hmm. That's not where I want to go. I, mean, I want to settle, but I'm proud of myself. So yeah, two two fifty. I mean, that's an Olympic trial qualifier, right? Yeah. So so let's not jump ahead because I I, I want to talk about that and how how what you do with a two fifteen. 
But before that, you did, you said you had heard like that people come to America and get scholarships and everything. So you could, you're, you're in Kenya and you're looking big giant country. What made you pick the Northeast? So, well, I, um, I knew the U S you know, you could get some, um, some opportunities. There's some good coaches here. There's some good facilities here and some good directions, some people that could support the U.S. is actually a very good um, country when it comes to supporting uh, supporting running. They support running maybe much more than uh, some other countries, mm-hmm. if I could say that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought that was where I wanted to go. Right. And so, but, but you're in Rochester, New York, yeah. which has a very short if you if you think about a road running, it has a very short road running season. Now now people like me, we find ourselves in a foot and a half of snow on the side of a mountain in the middle of February. Yes, but um, Rochester has a short road season. Are there are there things that drew you to Rochester? Was there was there a path? Was this your initial place you wanted to be? Well, um, when I came to the U.S., I knew a couple. Of, um, guys, um, uh, particularly Geoffrey Rono and uh, Julius Rono. And uh, these guys, they went to Robert's, uh, Robert Wesleyan College um, with a, a, an athletic scholarship. Too. Okay. I mean, it's a, I went to a school in Ohio, but I knew them from home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I came to the U.S., that was the only people that I knew. Right. So I would they would pick me up from school. I would come over to Rochester. Right. And during spring break, summertime, I was here. Mm-hmm. So I came to know Rochester from there. Right. What was your first year in Rochester? Um, it was summer of uh, 2009. Wow. Okay. So you had been running for a couple years. Yes. Right. And yes. So... Wow. So you just kind of okay, I'm I'm in Africa. I'm starting running. Yeah. I'm in the US. I'm running. I'm on a scholarship. But you go you go back home regularly, right? Yes. So I get to go home because as a marathon runner, you need to hit at least 8 miles to 100 miles a year, a, a, a week. You know, if you know you're targeting um the first times that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it's uh, when it's during winter time here, you can't really um, hit that target. You mm-hmm. cannot meet no, that target. No. So I tend to go home to Kenya, which again is expensive. And but I try to use that whatever that I win um, mm-hmm. to get me a ticket and go back home, so I could. Run because we don't have we don't experience um, winter times in Kenya. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard there's no snow in Kenya. Yes, there's no snow, <laughs> which is which is very which good. Which helps for running. Yes. Yeah. Well, we you know we have two things in in Rochester. When when the when the snow thaws, we start construction season and Kip comes back. You know, those <laughs> yes. are like the two things that happen. <laughs> yeah, but I I love Rochester. I love the running community here. I love people here and. You know, it's a it's a very good running community, and um, you know, right. I love it. And so, part of what you do is is not only that, but be part of the community. But you're you work with the Monroe Milers, right? Yes. So, can you tell me about the the Miler? I know because I know like they're they're younger kids, and you know they they live in the city. But can you tell me more about yeah, it? Yeah, so I get to know Monroe Miles uh, through Jack Henry and and and, and their par- and, and his parents. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Jack Henry is a very good runner. He's he's, he's getting he's young every and day, isn't yes, he? he's young and a very talented um, uh, kid. And you know, I always talk to him. He's my you know he's my good friend. You know, and I want to see him get to the next level. I want to see him go to a very good school, a very good um, track and field, um, big mm-hmm. big school. You know, right? And um, so I, I I went there. I went to, to his school to talk to his teammates. 
and that's when I was uh, I'd get to know the Monroe Miles mm-hmm. and we run with them I ran with them uh, a couple of times and they're very ins- you know like they were inspired with my story and they have that arch that mm-hmm. you you want to see with a young and aspiring athlete you know mm-hmm. they they want to go to the next level right and they're they're um there's a program essentially where people like you or some of the other runners um, around the Rochester area act as coaches and sort of mentors for these kids, right? Is that, that the way it works? Yeah, and you know, um, I don't only work with um, um, with Monroe Miles. I also work with um, the running running with Kelly, and mm, okay. she also works with the kids. And I go there sometimes, mm-hmm. like this past. Like yesterday, I went to uh, Renaissance um, Academy, and I was running with the girls there. They call the, the, the girls girls on the run. Right. Yeah. I ran with them. I always like to inspire young kids mm-hmm. because I know uh, nurturing the talent. If you inspire somebody and you see them, ex, you know, go, go to that next level. You, I want to see this kid someday breaking maybe the world record or maybe do you, do running you for the them, U.S. Do some, you say to them like your brother said to you, one day you're going to beat me? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, you know, if I want to see them um, mm-hmm. run faster than I'm running. You know, that's my, that's what I want to see. Right. And, you know, so the first time that I ever ran with you, you probably don't remember because you run a million times, but um, one of the first times that I ever ran with you was after Johnny's five mile. And, you know, my whole goal for that Johnny's five mile was to break 40 minutes. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to break 40 minutes, which is, you know, it's eight minute miles and whatever. Um, so I did that and, uh, I was all, you know, huffing and puffing like you at the end of, you know, beating your brother. But I was like, okay, now what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to go for a little recovery run. And I was like, oh, there's Kip. So I'm like, let's just try to tag along with him. And so, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to go with you on a little recovery run and you're running faster than an eight minute mile for your recovery run. I'm like, how am I supposed, I can't even, that's faster than the pace that I was running this race. (laughs) And so like for me to even think about like someday, you know, someday we'll beat Kip in a race. Uh, How old are you now? 28, 29? 28 now. 28. Yeah. You're going to have to be about 45. Maybe when we're both like you're 45 and I'm 55, maybe I'll have a chance. Well, I don't know about that, but good <laughs> luck with it. <laughs> well, I've, you 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 work for it, you mm-hmm. earn it. Hey. Well, I think I think <laughs> the part that, but what I wanted to get to. Okay, so everybody just know that Kip just said I'm never going to beat him. Everybody listening, you heard that. Well, right? I you said, I never say I never say yeah. I never say die or I never say never. Yeah. You know, I you can, work for it. I'm, I'm somebody who, who believes in hard work. If yeah. you work hard, and it's you good. beat me. I have no problem with that. Let me tell you. I'm going to shake your hand and I'm going to be like, hey, you earned it. Let me tell you, it's going to be a lot of hard work. Um, (laughs) But the inspiring part to me was that your stride, like it's just, I know it's not effortless, but that's what it looks like. Your your running recovery after you just ran and, and, you know, at your pace and your effort at that five miler, your stride was still there. You weren't doing the um, the shuffle or the gasp, but it just was. It was very fluid and very effortless. And there's times when we talk where you just kind of like the other day when we were talking, and you just kind of struck the running pose. You're like, "This is how you run. <laughs> you know, you land like this." Yeah. Um, but that that thing is like, yeah, you can. I even I can do that piece. I might not be able to run a two fifteen but I can still have form that looks well, that looks good and that stops me from getting hurt. And that makes me run faster. I could still do those things, even though I can't run a two fifteen marathon. Well, it's, um, it's, 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 it's that hard work and that passion that drive, mm-hmm. you know, do you, do you want to do it? Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to do it, you can do it. You know, yeah. it's it's always working hard and having that belief in yourself that right. you can achieve what you think um, you can. 
Okay. So, so taking that uh, and and talking about your your marathon PR two fifteen. Yes. Okay, so that's Olympic trials qualifier, right? Yes. Okay, so you know, I could easily ask like, what's going to get you to run a two fourteen, or like, you know, what are, what can you do with a two fifteen? What what motivates you once you get to a two fifteen? I mean, there's people myself. I've I tried for a three forty and I got a three forty one. I'm not motivated to try for a three thirty nine. You know, but so I'm I'm like what. What is that 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 keeps you looking at? I can be better. I can run faster. Well, with 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 running comes um, with, um faster running comes a uh, greater responsibility and create a um 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 walk. You know, you have to put in some work, and and I always I've I've, I've come to believe uh, based on the little research, if if, if if at all, that we could go with what I believe, because well, I, I've seen I've seen about. a number of uh, I've seen a number of athletes that um, that have run successfully, and if you could see the world, um, I mean the world records, the people that have broken the world records are. Like um, uh, like at the range of thirty five to forty years, mm-hmm. so I, I I've come to believe that with my age, as I age, right. I get faster and stronger. Yeah. So that's why I've always tell I've always been telling kids that you know don't worry about trying to measure up with myself or somebody else faster than you. It just believe in yourself, put in the work, and your time is going to come. Right. So I, I also believe that my, my time is going to come. Right. I'm going to get to 210 when, I, when I'm matured enough, right. when I've matured, I have a lot of exper- enough experience mm-hmm. and what it takes to run right. 210. And then from there, it, think about Eliud Kipchoge. It ran, um, it ran um, two hours... Two hours and twenty-five seconds is mm-hmm. the, 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 two hours the, and a quarter of a second. Yes, and the, the, the guy is <laughs> yeah. old and matured enough. Yeah. He's well, way older than myself. Meb, I mean, Meb set a PR winning Boston at thirty-eight, right? Yeah, think about that. So yeah. it's about age. It's about that maturity and mm-hmm. and experience too, right? And so when you um, when you ran that two fifteen, you you did get an Olympic qualifier. Well, I mean, based on it, it depends on do I get an Olympic qualifier is uh, with the Kenyan um, uh, team or with the U.S. team, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, for Kenya, that is nothing. Right. I would right. have to run like a two or eight. Or right. And so six. that that's sort of why I'm asking is like because. Um, a two seventeen is an Olympic trials qualifier for U.S. Yes. So, is your desire to run in the Olympics, or yes. is your desire to represent Kenya in the Olympics? Well, I love both countries. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Kenya. That's my yeah my uh, my motherland. Mm-hmm. I love the U.S. Mm-hmm. The U.S. have been here for since two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. So that means I've been here more than I've been to Kenya since 2009. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm also so U.S. is my second home. Mm-hmm. I love it, mm-hmm. and I think um, I'm leaning towards running for the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, someday. Yeah. Yeah. And so, did did you run in the in the L.A. Um, qualifier? I was supposed to do that, but. Um, I, I did not run. Okay. Yes. But you, you had you had a spot you could have gone yes. to run if you wanted to. Yes, right? I could have gone and uh, run. So um, closer closer to home, um, you know the other the other first time that I you know came across your name or we got to know who Kip was was when you crossed the Rochester Marathon finish line first, right? Yeah. So what was the first year that you won Rochester? Um, 
that was 2014, I think. I think so, right? 2014, 2015. Yes, and not I'm, and not 2016, right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, but yeah. that's uh, I think that was 2014, or maybe that was 2013. Hmm. Hmm. And that was actually my first marathon. That was your first. You won your first marathon. Yes, and then <laughs> the first marathon that's I did awesome. the Rochester marathon, and then six days later I ran a Akron marathon. Right. Wow. And I was fourth with two hours and twenty-one minutes. Fourth. Yes. Wow. That's all right. You just came off a win. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to win, but you know, I I had some crumbs, I had some muscle pulls, and I'm like, all right, let me just finish. Let me just coast in for four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to settle for something and not quit right. because I, you know, it's hard for me to quit. I always right. want to finish what I started. You know. So you won your first marathon. Yes. Okay. How do you know when it's your first marathon? So this this is going to be, you know, how do you know when it's your first marathon and you're in the front and the pace car is the only thing between you and the finish line for 20 miles? How do you know that that's the speed that you should be running at? How do you know you're going to win? How do you know you can do what? How? How? Well, coming from a Christian uh, background, uh, where you know I, I grew up, and my mom um, took me to church uh, at a tender age, mm-hmm. I've come to have faith. Um, I've, I've had faith in 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 what I believe in. So, if I believe I can do it, I go for it. So, uh, with that marathon, I was like, all right, so I think this base is comfortable. I'm going to settle with this. I'm going to, you know, deal with it. And I think I can get through with this. Wow. So. Were you fighting people off? Were you looking <laughs> behind, seeing if, any, seeing if you could slow down? Well, uh, after a while, I knew that after passing people and uh, going um, ahead of people, I knew that. If this is the pace that I'm going to settle with, I don't think, um, I'm not sure, uh, I don't believe that somebody else is going to. But then, you know, with running, running is full of surprises. You run, after a while, you're like, I thought there was no, no one behind me, <laughs> but then <laughs> you realize that somebody is catching up with you. Right. So, But then again, I put that in consideration, and I knew that, I also need to fight harder towards the end of the race. Right, to make sure that even if they got something left, you, yeah. you're making sure it's not enough. Yeah. Whew. So, okay, wow. So then you came back and you won Rochester again. Yes. You've also won Buffalo a couple times. Yes, I've, I've won the Buffalo Marathon now. The half marathon part of it for mm-hmm. two years in a row. That was 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And then 2014, I ran the full marathon and set the course record. So I previously set the course record for the half, which still stand until today. And the same thing with the full marathon. 20, 2014, I ran two hours and 17 minutes and set the course record. Mm-hmm. And then came back 2015, and I set the course record, which I broke my old course record and mm-hmm. ran two hours, 15 minutes. That's nice. Yeah. So, you know, Buffalo has uh, become my second <laughs> home. I, I love Your third home. It. You got lots of homes. Oh, yes. I got a <laughs> lot of homes. <laughs> yeah. So. That's cool. So yeah. do you count how many marathons you've won? Well... I never really thought about it, but until now, it's downing on me that I might have to. Yeah, see, I asked the hard questions. <laughs> it's okay. How many fingers and toes do you have? <laughs> well, well, uh, let me think. No, I think I know those. Yeah? Yeah, so. Okay, you don't have to share if you don't want to. Um, okay, so you... Now, you were talking about, you know, have faith, and but then sometimes there's surprises. And, um, you know, we've seen the, the uh, sort of the sugar crash or the muscle crash um, on, on national runners, on national stages. And then 
last year we actually saw you up in Canada, right? You it was were actually, pressing, um, pressing. Yeah. So um, it's. Um, I think it was very much. Um, it, it, it had to do with myself and so the just race. The, sorry to interrupt, but just to kind of set, what race was it at again? So it was a Victoria Marathon. It was the Victoria Marathon. Good life Victoria Marathon. Up in Canada. Yes. And you were you were leading the race. Yes. With what uh, uh, 800, 800, half a mile to go. It was three hundred meters to go. Three hundred meters. Yes. So that's that. it. You're you're at the point two. You've yes. done the twenty six. Yes. And all you have left is the point two. Yeah. So what happened was I collapsed and then I'm like, I woke up and I I felt like there was a noodle that is just like an I feel noodle uh-huh. and I'm like, why are you guys? putting needles in me like what, what's wrong with you guys oh wow so i was at the medical tent you didn't even you i don't realized even that i had passed out wow so um come to think about it i'm like you guys let me go I, i'm i think i can finish this i can i was i was winning this yeah i need to go back and finish it so you so don't even doctor, remember you don't even remember the part where you were actually collapsing no, trying I don't, to finish. No, I don't remember that. Wow. So yeah, so it was um it was very unfortunate and uh it's something that I would have loved to forget, but it's something that um I need to take some things away from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for as much as I want to forget about it, I learn from it. Right. And uh I think Running a few races, um, I know you said we were gonna. Um, I know we were gonna talk about Cleveland. But, oh, definitely, we're gonna talk about but that. But running Cleveland actually um, was one of the races that I wanted to to redeem myself from that race, that one race in um, in Canada. Is this was Cleveland your first marathon since that one? I've done. I've done maybe um, the Rochester Marathon and the Hudson uh, River Valley Marathon. Right, yeah. Um, and I ran two hours seventeen minutes, but I think Cleveland is a Cleveland is a bigger race, mm-hmm. and winning Cleveland, I think it's no matter what time yeah, you run, it's Cleveland. Right, it's a, a win. It's a win. Right, you know. So last weekend you went you went to Cleveland. Yeah. So you decided you know, the past couple of years you've been doing Rochester or Buffalo and. You've decided neither one of those, you're going to a bigger race. Yes. Bigger than Rochester, bigger than Buffalo. Yes. And a little bit of that proving yourself sort of thing, right? Yes. So, so that was last weekend. So it was a redemption, and uh, I, I, I I wanted to remind myself that this is, um, I'm, I'm, I'm stronger, I'm getting back stronger, and I'm, 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 I'm going to go big. I'm going to get a faster time, mm-hmm. get my PR um, this year again. I know it's it's now over with this year. So mm-hmm. you're, you're going to see me um, run probably, I don't know, I, I don't want to promise <laughs> something, but maybe 213, 212, I, right. I don't know. Wow, we'll see. so you have we'll, you have goals though. Yeah, we'll, we'll wait Cleveland, and see. Cleveland was the, the redemption piece to forget um, Victoria, and yes. to sort of still reassure yourself that you can race at that high level. Yes. Right. And so now becomes the next plans, right? Like, yes. So, so let's talk about Cleveland a little bit. Like, how was it? Were you nervous? Did you go in? Did you just stroll up to the front of the line and bang this out like nobody's business? I've, I've been walking on, uh, you know, on, 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 on coming back. But then after, after something unfortunate happens to you, you you're like you somehow have some thoughts and mm-hmm. and um, and you're like I don't know it's gonna go. But then now I was like, all right, let me go out and uh, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So when I uh, I get to the half and I was all by myself and I'm like, all right, uh, I think I can do this. I think I can handle this. This is within my reach. This is what I've. Um, I want to do at this moment, just go for a win. Yeah, and, and just do it, right? Yeah. And was it, did you ever have that feeling that you might be pressing too hard? Did it Did it come back in your mind and did you have to like push it down? No, I just wanted to settle with a win mm-hmm. um, for Cleveland mm-hmm. to, like I said. 
But, uh, yes, but were you concerned at say mile twenty three that you were you were not going to be able to do it or that I was I had prepared myself and I knew I could I could handle it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You're like no. I didn't like I said. I, for as much as I want to forget what happened in Victoria, Canada. Yeah. I want to learn something away mm-hmm. out of that. Yeah. So I learned a lot of stuff. So you went to, in. So to fill out the loops mm-hmm. from that, yeah. from previously what happened before that. Right. So you had no doubts. You just needed to go out there and just execute all the plan that you knew that you had. Correct. All right. You weren't concerned of like, what if I, what if I miss my water at. 20k what if i miss my water at 40k you just knew these are the things i have to do yeah and and and, and in cleveland they had water the power aid and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i did not want to chance and uh, and skip some mm-hmm. i always i took everything right so i would took i would take water mm-hmm. i would take um you knew the blueprint yes and it just so execute. yeah i know i don't want to land the mm-hmm. the hard way so like, so what like time a, did you run in Cleveland? So it was at 7. We started at 7, sometimes after 7. And then, you know. And you ran, what, 2.17? Two, no, no, 2 hours and 20 minutes. 2.20. It was good enough for the win. Do you, know, do you know what second place ran? Not quite sure, but I think uh, maybe 2 minutes, 3 not, minutes. Not close enough? No. Not, not close, close enough for you to care? No. no. Cool. So, all right, and then you said you got you got um, a fall marathon. Then you're gonna work towards yes, and that's kind of being kept under wraps right now. Yeah, that's yep. uh <laughs> yep secret plans. I get it. Strategic secret plans. Yeah, some some things you you know you have mm-hmm. to right. So so for me, my concern is I want to know when I'm gonna have to race you on the trails next. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the mon uh, the mall the mall uh, what what is it called Men- the Mendel Mall yeah yeah. Yeah, you might see me there. Hmm. Yeah. So you, I, I have to tell this fabled story. No, I'm not registered for the mall. I'm registered for Cayuga Trails Marathon, which is the day before the mauler, I believe. Oh, okay. But uh, so you've run one trail race, right? Um, one big trail race. You ran the Trails Rock Zero SPF. Yes. And, and I've also run the mount, the mall, I mean, the main mauler. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. That was 2012. Okay. Won the 12K. All right. So you have um, the course record on the zero SPF course. Yeah. That you ran. It was a USATF uh, race that year. You ran the course record on what's what's a pretty you know pretty gnarly trail. You ran it in road shoes. You just came out and whooped everybody. And you haven't been back since. <laughs> well, you know, I've I also have some uh, some pieces uh, schedule, but. You know, I, I, I tend to, I, I love uh, trail trail races. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever I have a chance and there's a close by um, trail race, mm-hmm. I go there. Well, but it, it's also got to like factor into your your racing trail I need, scale, I need right? to your, I need to think about that. I need to uh, put that in my uh, in my calendar, racing calendar. So next year, so the last year, I was I was talking to you about last year's uh, zero SPF. It's probably one of the fastest fields we've ever seen there. I think and, it was two years ago. Well, last year was very fast, um, twenty sixteen, and they didn't even come close to your record. I mean, oh, okay. they they sort of were near it, but they didn't have anybody to chase. Right, so they chased each other, but uh, this year. You know you're gonna get a pass because it's already July. It's gonna next year though. Next year you'll be you'll be 29, right? I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> well, 29 is a good you're year. You're thinking about um, challenging me? Well, you know. Well, hey. I'm, I heard that I heard that Joe Gray is gonna be there next year. Who? Joe Gray, who's oh, okay. world mountain running champion. Whoa! Right. So I heard so he's gonna, gonna have gonna be some there. competition, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm just saying. Just saying, you know, I know you may have other road marathons to go to, and but we'd like to see you on the trails, you know, as well. All right. But you you told me, I think you said when your road racing days are over, right? That's sort of, you said when your road racing days are over, you'll go to the trails. <laughs> but now you're well, talking that you got at least 12 more years of road racing. Well, um, uh, 
I think I, I still want to do some uh, trail races. Um, not, I mean, now that we have um, CSPF, I think, mm-hmm. I think that's um, yeah. that. Would, I'm going to include that in my race calendar. Oh yeah, well it's uh, it's in July, so it's it's sort of like right before you start your training for your late fall marathons, right? So, so that's that's good enough for uh, for. Um, a prep race preparation because it's i mean i love trail races because you don't you don't pit your knees on yeah. on on the roads mm-hmm. you just have to be careful that you don't twist your feet right and we need you know you you uh we need the rochester running company gear representing on the trails right yes. so you you were representing rochester out in cleveland Yes. Right. Do you get a lot of head nods for Rochester Running Company gear? Yes. I mean, people love the Rochester Running Company because yeah. you know, as you've seen, mm-hmm. a lot of people they think that this is where they they're looking for their where they belong, and mm-hmm. I think they found a, a home here in uh, the Rochester Running Company. Yeah. And the orange, the Trails Rock orange, goes really nice with the Rochester Running so, Company green. Yeah. So bringing <laughs> in the green, I think it would be something. Uh, it would be amazing. Uh, a mixture of those is uh, is very good. I mean, the trails are, at that time it's green everywhere. So, <laughs> and uh, that's what else you need in the trails, right? Is a little bit of green. You oh need, yes, you need a little bit of prize money in these trails to get you out there, right? <laughs> prize money, those leaves. You know, <laughs> the leaves are green, and you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what else? You got any other big plans? Um. I think um, we. I, I'm not promising anything, but um, I think next year, um, hopefully, I could do past a marathon and mm. and um, I'll, you know representing the Rochester area and the Rochester running with the Rochester Running Company. I think I've, that's what I want to do. Well, that, so that's an interesting idea because you pretty much every time you run a marathon, you have a Boston qualifier, right? Yes. So you can choose to run Boston when, whenever you want. Um, well, and in, in the regards of you could go run the race. Well, I mean, with the with my with my um, my status, the elite status, it's a little bit different from everybody else's. Mm-hmm. You know. My age-wise would give me a direct entry to Boston, but right. now that I'm an elite runner, then I have to get in through. I can register just like anybody else, but to be able to run as an elite athlete in the, they in the number one starting wave with yeah, everybody they, to actually compete in it. Yeah, there's a different way to get in. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why a lot of people are asking me, you know, why? how comes you don't run Boston? How comes you don't run New York or Chicago? Yeah. But I'm walking towards that. And uh, So what what do you have to do to be able to register as an elite? Is it like a major sponsor? Run at two hours, 13 minutes, and uh, 2.12. That's, oh, uh, wait a minute. This, yeah. this doesn't seem right. So you have to, so you have a 2.15, which means you're an elite. Which means that you have to run faster to qualify for Boston. Yes, that's <laughs> that's, that's interesting. For I mean, for the race director to um, to to lend you is here. Yeah, you have to be. Right. You have to be a little bit. You have to impress it. You have to be a little bit faster. Yes, and so, I, I don't blame them because there are mm-hmm. a lot of faster people. Out yeah, there. I mean that's so that that's one of those things where it's like. 215 is is blazing fast yes but it's not the fastest yeah and you know, you know i'm walking towards oh, that you, every every year right yeah you're getting better every year yes getting stronger so, getting faster yes getting so, kippier <laughs> so this year let's uh let's hope that i hit that qualification mark and hey mm-hmm. boston Boston, We're coming, come, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I had another observation. You could run a full and a half in the time that it takes me to run a full. Realize that? <laughs> well. Has you, you know what? Have you ever thought about um, the 50Ks? The, have you ever thought, do you know about Comrades Marathon? You have to know about Comrades, right? Well, as a, as a, as a I mean, this is, again, this is Kip. You know, yeah, I, this I is have good. my own, uh, you know, beliefs, and I think anything else, um, anything else, more than twenty six point point two uh, miles, I think that's uh, 
that's out of control. But then again, like I said earlier, you never say never. <laughs> you know, so you never know. Maybe never that's know. what I'm going to look into uh, it you know, in, uh, in the Lakes, future. Can Lakes 50? It's all never road. Know. It's all road. Yes. And you could crush that. Oh, uh, yeah. You could crush 50. Come on. I mean, I've, I've run um, I've run 45 um, kilometers uh, mm-hmm. before. That's a, li- that's a little bit more, almost. It's almost Five, yes. And it's about I, 26. 28 miles it was uh, yeah it was during training back in, in in kenya and i crushed everybody else so there you go so well you know i'm 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 thinking that what 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 you're talking about is doable but you know the faster you 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 get done with the 50k the better uh-huh. because if you're out there for like four or five hours you won't be out there for four hours <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not saying myself <laughs> well you never know i've have you never ever, tried it i never tried it before so have you ever run for four hours no <laughs> i don't i have i don't i don't suggest it to you <laughs> i know i know i mean it's it takes a lot from your from your body but yeah, you the faster do. you you can get done uh, yeah you could do it you could train up to it I believe in you, Kip. All right. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> it's just such a foreign concept to me to uh, to line up with an expectation that, that you can win a race. But Kip told me the secret to a 216 marathon. So... Uh, but he, he did that on the promise that I edited out. So I did, and we put in a bunch of words about hard work and faith instead. So while well, y'all suckers are working hard, I'm going to be hanging out in Corral 1. Peace. Well, probably not. If you know me, you know uh, two two sixteen. That's a 2 hours, 16 minutes about how long. Uh, well, anyways, it's not in my future. So... It should be noted that this was recorded back before Kip went and ran the Buffalo Marathon. Yeah, he won the Buffalo Marathon a week after winning the Cleveland Marathon. That's kind of his thing, you know. Anyway, um, dude's fast. Man, is he fast. So uh, thank you to the Rochester Running Company. It's a uh, If you haven't heard about them yet, I don't know. You must be living under a rock, but... Uh, Rochester Running Company is a running store located on Mount Hope Avenue in Collegetown near downtown Rochester, focused on being a social hub for runners. Seriously, check out these Saturday group runs. They're amazing. Um, anyways, one of the days this, uh, this spring uh, when I was there, I was poking around at you know some shoes, looking to try something out new. And I want to tell you, I've never owned a pair of Skechers running shoes. Not because I didn't like them, but because they were never around Rochester. I couldn't try them. Closest I came was like some outlet out, um, you know, up in uh, Lake George, but whatever. Um, but they were there on the wall in Rochester Running Company, and I decided to give them a try. Who can't use a pair of trail shoes, you know? So I picked up a pair of the Skecher Go Trail Ultra Force. And interesting thing I noticed was that they didn't have that big old restrictive toe box. Um, little old restrictive toe box, I guess you would say, because uh, elf shoes are pretty much a non-starter for my hobbits' feet. Um, they actually felt comfortable, not spacious or, you know, wide by any means, but they were comfortable. So over the spring, I've given them a few runs and I've been pretty impressed. But after one particularly muddy run through the uh, the Menden mud, uh, I walked into 100 Acre Pond to rinse off the shoes, you know, before I put them in the truck. And after uh, stepping out of the water, I noticed that the shoes drained super fast, like weird fast. You know, you come out of a pond and you expect to squish for a little while. But um, so when I took them off, um, you know, I take off the insoles and, if he, and I noticed the entire footbed is mesh. Yeah. So under the insole, all mesh. Water just like pours out of the bottom of them. I've been like super excited about that. So since then, I've run for I've run in them in the Ontario Summit Trail races, which was dry, but um, they were pretty good there too. Uh, Cayuga Trails, which is super wet, and uh, they were awesome. And then the first half of Many on the Jenny, where they were awesome for the first half, but I decided like I was going to have two halves, twenty and twenty, and so the second twenty, I stupidly changed into a shoe with 
much worse drainage properties. Shoes that I kind of like, but the difference was immediately noticeable. Like, And I felt like I was hauling around 100-pound soaking wet shoes for 20 miles. So, yeah, then that's not advisable. Not on the FLT. No way. Uh, so, yeah, and these were shoes that I liked. So having that kind of contrast, 20 in these and, you know, 20 in those. And so, yeah, seriously impressed by Skechers. Anyway, long story short, they got new things in there that we don't really have floating around Rochester. So go in there, look around, give them a try because uh, you'd be pretty surprised. Uh, friendly staff, cool brands you can't find anywhere else, clean towels, cold water, uh, and frequent and free group runs. You just can't get enough. Additionally, their uh, Facebook page is full of hustle and bustle with many pop-up runs or running-related activities constantly being discussed and organized. Bring your friends, bring your running group, make some new friends, and meet other running groups. Rochester Running Company, run our city together. Oh, hey, show notes. Um, Check out the show notes at runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash 051 for some of the topics in the episode, like where, what exactly is the Beaumont district? Um, and, uh, Elliot Kipchuge and the, uh, two hour and 25 second marathon. Yeah. Did you hear me say two hour and a quarter of a second during the podcast? Man, that would have been seriously crushing for him, wouldn't it? Like missed by a quarter of a second. Uh, anyways, and you can find some, uh, information on our sponsor, Rochester Running Company. You can also find links to the Strava Run Group and the Patreon Run page. So thank you to all of this month's Patreon supporters. Again, the continued financial support helps keep me improving this podcast. Um, If you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, consider becoming a Patreon supporter. Uh, We got some some cool, fun changes coming up in the Patreon group, so I'm kind of excited about those. Um, just, you know, check it out. See what Patreon's all about. Uh, please know that any amount of support is appreciated. Thank you. And if you want to chat about this episode with other listeners or just simply share your favorite road marathon stories, consider joining our Running Inside Out Slack, where we talk about all manner of things from fueling with pierogies to getting faster before running longer, to our latest and greatest run. It's sort of like social media, but without the media. So if that sounds like your kind of place, check out the sidebar on the website for a link that will get you an invite. I'm also on the Twitter at Run Inside Out and Instagram at Running Inside Out. And there's also a Facebook page. Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until the next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.